Long past the hour for quitting labor, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognized nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular Masons, irregular Masons, co-Masons, Canadian Masons, or Internet wannabe Masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after lodge banter. There ain't no grave can hold my body down. There ain't no grave can hold my body down. When I hear that trumpet sound, I'm on a rise right out of the ground. Ain't no grave can hold my body down. Well, look way down the river. What do you think I see? I see a band of angels. Spreading the intemperances and excesses of brotherly love, relief, and something less than the truth. Half-truths. All the way from the halls of the Grand Lodge of Pennsylvania to the dining room of Serenity Lodge of the Grand Lodge of Texas. This is episode 74 been of in the, the After Lodge podcast. Has he been in the moon? What's up, fellas? Wait, has he been in the moon? You know him. The odds are good. I think it's where he came from. Hmm. Yeah, it's good to be with you gentlemen this morning as well. He's a second generation. Good morning, Bob. Yeah, you're a jerk. <sighs> I hate that guy. God, I hate him. You hate that brother. Okay. That brother. Right, worshipful brother. I know some brothers have killed each other over the years, just so you know. Well, yeah. That doesn't make it okay. I didn't say I was going to murder Bob. You, I just said well, that not on the air. You a didn't. lot of brothers don't get along. What the hell are you doing over, Tony? How big is, is that, that piece of cake? That, that is a big How did piece you get of, the cake, top Tony? of the cake on the bottom of that plate. That's what I was trying to show Harlan. There's icing on the bottom of the plate. How did that happen? You did it. We're asking you that question, Tony, is what we're trying to figure out. For those of you uh, curious, we have a non-working pair of headphones on the chaplain's head, and he got frustrated with it and plugged them into the side of his McDonald's cup. It's, they, they sound about the same either way. I've so, used those headphones before. That's true. Those headphones are broke. Um, here's my problem, though, is he's hearing less than what he would with headphones because he's now wearing earmuffs, <laughs> non-functioning earmuffs, and eating cake. So we're not missing much. Are you plugged in anywhere, Tony? Is this... I kind of like it this way. Yeah. He is. Uh, okay. You know, you know what he looks yeah, like? I'm going to have to speak up. I can't hardly hear. <laughs> yeah, take the earmuffs off and you're good. Earmuffs. How about now? I mean, he looked like a kid that was getting ready to take one of those like hearing tests in elementary school. It's like, raise your hand when you hear the sound. Oh, yeah. I was, he looked like he was poised and ready to go. I heard it. I heard it. Did you ever get nervous taking those and raise your hand before the sound actually happened because you thought you heard something? I was very nervous taking those because I was always afraid I was going to like do something wrong and then they'd like give me some kind of special wrong hearing thing. Yeah, and, and then, then send you to like a special school. Up for the rest of yeah. my life. Yeah, I always raise my hand before the sound. She's like, I haven't even started the test yet. I was like, I thought I heard something. 
I could have swore I heard something. When they started getting lower and lower, didn't you always think, was that a sound? Did I just hear something? And so you raise your hand. Yeah. yeah. You just in case you there heard, was you one. You heard something. Yeah. It's, you don't want it's, this woman yeah. thinking you're stupid and, and you plus, can't hear sounds. It sounded like random like noises you hear in your ears anyway. Like sometimes when your ear like kind of goes deaf for a second, you know what I'm talking about? And you're like, oh, that, nope, this isn't. That. What's going on? Well, they were tip- a lot of them were the typical... They've been doing this for a hundred years, school type worker or whatever. Yeah, they weren't paying no attention. And so all you had to do was get the rhythm down. You didn't have to hear anything. You could just raise. <laughs> just, you knew the beep was coming every three seconds, so you just kind of. But one time we had a machine that like had individual buttons they would have to hit instead of just running the whole test. Like in a, and you they could had hear to hit, hit the buttons. Well, you could just watch her. She just sat across the table from him. She'd hit the button. Like, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> She's like, I just hit the button that did nothing. You're like, <sighs> I didn't know there were fail safes. Meanwhile, Harlan's sitting over there like he has no idea what we're talking about. He's never had to take a hearing test. You that kidding? module was installed perfectly. It either functions or doesn't function. It's a- it's not analog. It's binary. He's it's either on or off. Way better hearing than us people. Is there some kind of like 2020 thing, but for hearing? Some kind of yes. gauge for... What's it called? I have no idea. I don't know either. There's, there's a scale of hearing, though. Considering this is an audio production, I would hope that all of you... Are in adequate hearing condition, dude. I I worked around airplanes for quite a while Something. and have been to a lot of loud rock and roll concerts. Uh, I don't have good no, hearing. No, but that's why we have a special amplifier on the desk just for your headphones. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. Actually, I, I knew it was bad when each ear needed its own capacitor. Hmm. Did you go to Radio Shack to buy those capacitors? Well, we I ordered them from Amazon. Where else are you gonna get them from? I got a question. You guys are all like comic. Comic Con nerds no. with comic books and stuff you, like that. Harlan uh, is highly offended by that comment. That's not, I'm not a, a that's, nerd. That's not a bad thing. Uh, you know, I haven't seen any of the Marvel movies with the exception of Guardians of the Galaxy. I've never seen an Iron Man and Avengers, nothing. Just Guardians of the Galaxy. I didn't know that was a Marvel movie. I have never uh, been I, to an anything con in my entire life. And I don't play World okay. of Warcraft anymore. So just throwing that <laughs> anymore. Just saying, doesn't thing. play it any less. He just doesn't play it anymore. <laughs> he, does, he does play Eve Online. He's That's just true. saying, I only have a 90-level paladin. Which is World of Warcraft for Well, the, qu- the question I had, we're talking about hearing It's when that. World of Warcraft is, is, is too simplistic. Right, right. The question I, mean, I had, is, though, You're just fighting. Who wants to do that? I want to manage spreadsheets. If you Sorry, watch, go ahead. If you watch an old Superman television show, mm-hmm. and he's like flying, you know, you can tell it's that fake flying mm-hmm. type. Now, you know, bear in mind, we didn't grow up in the 40s like you. Right. Oh. Well, you well, Jason was close. I'll have to explain it to you then. He'd be flying way above the air, right? And then he would hear somebody crying out, Oh, help me, help me. How how did he hear that one help me over the multitude of other noises? Cars honking, the trap. How did that one little, it's like Horton hears a who thing. How did that one little noise come up and he had that selective hearing? If you had, if you had Superman that, sex drive, the damsel in distress. Well, if you, you had, had that great of hearing, wouldn't that drive you nuts all the time? You'd be like, because it would just drive you nuts. You'd hear everything. I don't want superhuman hearing. They actually <clears throat> covered you that would, in the Superman movie, but the the newest one. If you've seen it, he learns as a kid how to block the sounds out. We'll see. I can only hear specific. But things. you're not a Comic Con nerd. But you, <laughs> but you <laughs> actually but I've had seen the Superman movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, but, so they okay. did really to be cover fair though. That Superman movie selective. sucked a lot. You, the fact that you saw that, you just lost cold points well, on I've that. I've seen it twice. So right. he has selected hearing, but how do you know? How did he know to select that I one? I mean, how? Damsel in distress. Superman sex drive. <clears throat> Could Superman have sex with a mortal woman? 
Um, Lois Lane. Yeah. You know we hit that. And what happened whenever he... Uh, she had a kid. She had Superboy. Uh, I figured it would kill her. Anyway, um, that has nothing to do with anything. How was your week, Harlan? That's like saying... Oh, never mind. <laughs> there was a comedian. We need to have this conversation after the show. Kryptonite comedian that, that once, once wrote a little skit called Chuck E. Cheese Hell. Uh, oh, that was Tim Wilson. Rest in peace. Yeah. That dude was awesome. Yeah. I had my own special version of Chuck E. Cheese Hell over the past week. It, as you know, yeah. my, my daughter turned mm-hmm. one this week. I was, I was present for the party. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Uh, that was a lot of fun. I mm-hmm. hung out with my daughter. Took her to the zoo on, on her birthday. Keeping her alive for a whole year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we went. It was a party for you guys. Well, the one-year-old had no idea what was going on. I was kind of looking forward to a trip to the zoo with my daughter. She likes going to the zoo. She likes mm-hmm. the meerkats and so on. And I'm thinking, okay, it's a nice day out. It's Wednesday. So there's probably going to be a lot of people at the zoo. Mm-hmm. But when I thought a lot of people, I was thinking like a lot of other parents like us with their kids. Mm-hmm. That wasn't what was there. A lot of school trips. It was a lot of field trips. Mm-hmm. It's end of the year, dude. A lot of hooligans with like one chaperone per like forty kids. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was so bad that like trips. my daughter, my one year old daughter, is freaking out. Like, no, it's too much. We gotta give me away. Your daughter's like, hey, give me away. Mm-mm. Too many kids. I'm not in daycare for a reason. Let's get out here before no. I stab a kid. So we had to find parts of the zoo that other kids weren't interested in. So basically, you so. went and looked at the woodpeckers. No, we saw the meerkats and the polar bear. For whatever reason, the polar bear wasn't getting any love this week, which is sad because he was he was having a good time, being quite a show off. So last year we went to the zoo, and me, Amy, and Calvin went to the zoo. Amy and Calvin stands in front of the polar bear enclosure, like ten feet away from the sign that says the polar bears are indoors and we'll be back out next week. Yeah, looking for the polar bear for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I took pictures. I'm standing in front of the empty polar bear tank, <laughs> looking for the polar bear. It was hilarious. I think my favorite part was in the uh, the zoology area. There was like this giant rattlesnake, and it was the only snake that was moving because you know the reptiles are all just kind of hanging out, not moving. It was kind of cold, conserving energy. And this the snakes like doing the thing that snakes do, like up on the glass, like licking the glass, trying to find a way out, yeah, to wreak havoc. So I turn around, my wife is gone. Like she's just she bailed, disappeared. <laughs> And my daughter is cracking Harlan up. Harlan turns around snake. and there's like a shape that used to be his wife that just starts to dissipate. <laughs> yeah. But but my one-year-old little girl thought this was the funniest thing ever. Like she just sat there and laughed and pointed at the snake. She for, recognized her father. Uh, well, I was thinking that you know, she didn't have an irrational fear of animals, but... I thought snakes was one of those things humans were automatically afraid of. Well, not when it's behind glass. Not when you're a... Harlan. I thought like it was fear of heights, loud noises, and snakes were the three things you were born being scared of. It's many eyes, is what it is. Anything, work, anything with a bunch of eyes. I work with a lot of guys from India. I don't think the snake phobia is born into those folks. Just I could be wrong. Out there. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a psychologist. You. I'm not kidding. Is it eyes? It's really? a real thing. Many eyes. Yeah. I thought it was something from like back when we were. Never mind. I, we're way afield on this show today. No, that's fine. So how was your week? Well then. Uh, then we had to have the actual birthday party. Mm-hmm. That was yesterday. Yesterday, mm-hmm. it was good fun. at good the time. lodge. Good time. Everyone had fun. Yeah. Well, at, at the party, yeah. Before the party, I'm playing the fifth. I'm not. Fun. I'm not Jason involved in this conversation. No, yeah. no, I didn't. I didn't tell you nothing. I told you nothing. It was. A lot I know of, nothing. You know nothing. We know nothing. It was a very large party for a kid's first birthday. And there were a lot of moving parts, and uh, it was a fine oiled machine, much like a, much like a wedding. Yeah, let's let's go with that. Um, 
Much like a wedding. And of That's, course there will always be bumps. Yeah. Yeah. Um So my wife took charge and and, and made it happen. Now here's what I love about we, her. We all love my wife. That's We do. Yeah. I love your wife. She's my baby. Okay. Here's what I love about Harlan though. Harlan does does he get a lot of guff for being late, you would say? <laughs> I mean he's late a lot, right? Well, I, those are two different questions. Are you asking, is he late a lot, or does he get a lot of guff for being late? He doesn't get a lot of guff. You're right. But, like, I give it to him, but nobody else really does. I was going to say, nobody does anymore. We just, it's kind of, we come to it. Well, when we want him somewhere at, like, 1, we tell him to be here at 12. Right. So, it's his daughter's first birthday. hmm And I'm on my way over here. I was going to help set up and stuff. Yeah. Do a few little things. Yeah. And uh, I pass him on the street. And so, we stop. We're on windows, like you do in a subdivision. Like, where are you going? Okay. He's like, I'm taking Jacqueline home to uh, let her take a nap. I'm like, all right, well, I'll see you here in a little while. Party's at two. Would you like to know what time Harlan and uh, little drive back to her birthday party? I'm going to say 2.45. Uh, no, it was earlier than that. It's like 2.20. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's early. Yeah. Why is he writing things down? I don't know if he wants her name on the air. Oh. Sorry. That may be it. <clears throat> I don't know. Is that it? I'm apologizing for Jason. Tell me if that's anyway, it. No so attention to the man with the notebook. Just tell me if that's it, so I don't keep saying it. Yeah, that's. I'm it. trying to save you work. No, but I mean, I I get that. She, what's he gonna wake her up? Yeah. Then she'll be yeah. cranky for the whole party. Yeah. No, 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 no. Hang on, no, wait, he wait. Did, he did the right thing. Now imagine you're one year old. You're okay. still trying to figure out everything in life. Like nothing in life makes sense to you except very few things. Right. Cake is delicious. And cake is delicious. That's about all I know. But your dad. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Put you in a car, like when you were awake. You'll the blob with the with the big beard, right? Yes. Okay. You're fond of this blob. Uh huh. It's one of your favorite it's blobs. Got a deep voice. I love deep voices. Mm hmm. Soothing. <laughs> I bet you do. <sighs> See, I can't. We can't yeah, I know. do this. I know. So, go ahead. Put you in a, and, and you still don't know what everything is, man. You've never had a birthday, mm-hmm. and plus you're a little worried because now you're one. Next year you'll be two. You've doubled it in one year. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I've gotten that far yet. Probably haven't done the math yet. You're right. right. You have no idea what a birthday is. Uh-huh. So you show but I didn't up. See the cake? No, not yet. Oh. Like he put you in a car. You okay. just woke up from your nap. and You're like, yeah, I feel refreshed because I woke up from my nap without somebody waking me up. Yeah. I'm a one-year-old. Let's go wreck some stuff. Yes. What can I tear up? Exactly. Let's chew on some things. Learn things and break stuff. That's my plan for today. That's all I need to accomplish today is learn some stuff, taste some stuff, and break some stuff. Yes. And then he takes you out of that. By the way, me neither. He takes you over to this place that you know. It's a place you've been to. Mm -hmm. This one building that smells funny, like like old fish. Okay. (laughs) Like old fried fish. Yeah. And you open the door, and everyone you know. Throughout your entire life, for the most part, is inside this building, and then they all go, "Yay!" When you walk in the door, are and you they not going to say my name? Yeah, are you not going to immediately just completely lose your shit? Yes, and be cranky the rest of the afternoon because you have no idea what's happening. Probably, it was basically a surprise party for a one-year-old. Confused. She didn't. She didn't. No, she looked around and smiled, and then waved, and then she did. Actually, I was, I was, I was like, "Why are y'all cheering? It's not a surprise party for a one-year-old. This is bad." And then no, she was like, "Yeah, whatever." Alright, cool. Hey, what's up? I know you, dude. What's happening? Hey, yo, 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 yo. What up, kid? Maybe it's because she got to have her whole nap, didn't have to wake up early. And also because she thoroughly enjoys being the center of attention. There's that. Well, she... Takes that after her daddy. I was going to say... That after a lot of sensation. In fact, <laughs> yeah. at Brother yeah, Squared's Memorial Day cookout, 
I have uh, one of my brothers is abnormally tall, and so he decides to put his niece, you know, my daughter, up on his shoulders mm-hmm. so she can see better. So she's like up on his shoulders, and then she starts like pulling on his hair and like smacking him in the head, like go over here, go over here. So he walks by the tent where everybody's sitting, and she starts just doing that wave like the queen does, you know, where your hand, like, turns horizontally, just smiling at people, and my brother's got his head all hanging down like he's some kind of broken horse. Brilliant. she's just smacking him around, like, come on, come on. Davison, would you please drive me over to the tent? (laughs) I must say hello to my my subjects. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tony, how was your week, brother? Tony. Tony. Put down the phone. How was your week? Come on, dude. Candy Crush will save itself. Just exit out of it. It's, it's fine. N- it's not Candy Crush. I'm reading an article that it's, the Department of Justice wants banks to call police on customers withdrawing $5,000 or more. I'm being an informed citizen. I yeah. am doing my duty. Would you please not Wait, start something that's going to cause me and Harlan to both lose our Who's collective minds? We're in the Mars show. We're not going to read a news article. It could be show material. It is show material, but this is this kind of old news. They are they've been doing that for a while. They were doing it for ten thousand. Now they're wanting to do it for five thousand. My bank did it for three. I had to fill out a form, like some kind of Patriot Act, like form. Like why are you withdrawing this money? Why is it in your damn business? Because it's my money. Because you a bunch of. This this dude wants a large amount of cash. It must be suspicious. He must not have bought a car on eBay or anything. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm sorry. Where were we at? How was your week? My week was really fantastic. I got to go to this really fun birthday party yesterday. Mm-hmm. It didn't start on time. No, uh, it never does. I was. Uh, but I was the baby about, was happy. I was actually about five minutes late, and I'm like, "Hey, this is cool. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. the guest of honor is not here." So she um, never knew you weren't here. She never knew you were late. Yeah, yeah. so she's not insulted. Nobody knows. So. <laughs> it's a perfect no. crime. So so I had a good week. I had a good week. That birthday party is what made it a good week, though, huh? <laughs> it was the highlight of his week. Uh, it, yeah, it was the highlight. Do you really want to know? Okay. There was lots of children. I mean, just the highlights. Was, was the there highlight any highlights? Anything week. funny happened? Any story-worthy stories? Yeah. Actually, actually, my wife was on Facebook, and she was looking at this video. And there's this man walking down the street, down like an, an old rural country stuff. Mm-hmm. Why did you just raise your eyebrows and put your... And to your forehead. Because nothing good comes from Facebook, but go on. Facebook is the internet now. That's how... Nobody goes to a website. That's the way the government would like it. What you do is you go to Facebook and you see a link that you agree with that reinforces your own belief system. And so you go to that link and now we all know that Obama is a secret terrorist Muslim. Please remember... Yeah, so you like the link, so now everybody else knows. And so it goes even further. If you really agree with it, you share it. So stuff yeah. like that shows up again. So that's the internets now. Um, no, it, so she's watching this video, and this man's walking down this road, and this bear comes out beside him, is, is mm-hmm. coming out to attack him. And so the man turns. I'm guessing and, this is in Russia. Probably. It's always in Russia. It has right. to be in Russia. Right. So the man turns toward the bear. He has nowhere to go, nowhere to be. He, he this this dude. Nowhere to run. This dude. Nowhere yeah, nowhere to, to hide. Run. This dude is done. And so what he does is he raises his hands up in the air, and he goes, and screams at this bear. There goes all of our sound equipment. Scares the bear half to death, turns around, and the bear takes off running. It didn't. What, what scared the bear was not the roar. It was this crazy some bitch. Okay. Well, <laughs> what? Like, whoa, 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 that thing's crazy. I don't want to catch whatever he's got. That'll probably transmit through the meat. I don't want none of that. So my wife shows me this video, and I'm like, eh. 
Yeah, I've been there, done that. Mm-hmm. She's yeah, like, of course, because we know how many bears you've scared off. And she's like, yeah, exactly. She's like, oh, come on. And I was like, no, I, I go deer hunting all the time. And there's been many a time that I've been sitting in the deer stand, just sitting there waiting perfectly still. And this squirrel came down this tree branch toward me, and it was just sitting there. And I'm watching this squirrel just moving nothing but my eyes. You're not listening to me. Yes, I am. Okay. And it's, I've already heard this story, though, the not fair part. You told it to me yesterday. Oh, my God. I, I've told this story to you before. To me, but they haven't heard it. Go on. It's happening. It's happening. Oh, <laughs> this is how it starts. This is how it starts. I'm, I'm telling the same stories over and but over. Go on. Now. Please finish the story. Our listeners have not heard it. Neither have Bruce or Harley. It's a good story. It's not a bad story. It's, it's so one we're trying to tell so, so this tr- So the squirrel comes all the way down, and it's like within... Oh, 12, 14 inches of my head. And, and so I turn around and I go, Rawr! and I scare this poor squirrel. <laughs> he just freaked out. He falls off the tree branch, hits the ground, takes off running and everything. So I've been there, done that. I know I know that feeling. So 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 it does work. Gotcha. So. I'll keep that in mind. Does it work on all animals or just bears and squirrels? I haven't tested it. It works on turkeys and deer, too. Okay. <laughs> But, Will uh, you test it on larger game and let me know if it works? Like it works really good. Yeah, I was thinking jaguars. hippopotamus works really <laughs> good go. on birds. You ain't got you ain't got to get close to them. You can be like a football field away and just do that. And the birds are just like I'm screw out. this. I'm out just so in I'm, case. So I'm assuming I'm safe in the woods. All wildlife is until the squirrels gang up on you for giving their buddy a heart attack or the bobcat. <laughs> Jim Bob is my friend. I'm coming after you. <laughs> The squirrel army comes out, and Harlan knows about squirrel armies. Yeah. You're lucky that squirrel lived. There, there's some Otherwise bobcat out there out somewhere forest. that that squirrel pulled like a, a, a like a chip of wood out of his paw that was hurting really bad. There you go. It was in my favor. Yeah, it was in my favor. Speaking of squirrels, okay, yesterday after the party, after the party's wound down, you know, all the kids are basically wiped out now but from cake and juice and all that stuff, yeah. and they're all just laying around like a bunch of stoners. Sugar coma. Yeah. Well, we come into the lodge room itself, uh-huh. and I've got my granddaughter, my grandson, and and Harlan's daughter. Mm-hmm. And so they're running around playing. Well, they had these little balls, and so they're rolling balls back and forth to each other, and they're playing so good. Mm-hmm. Well, here comes Harlan's daughter, and he's she's running to the ball over here, and, and they'll roll the ball back, and she'll run the other way. And all of a sudden, she sees a shiny uh, brass object that's a plug in the floor, total lo- loss of focus i mean again <laughs> it's new to her and she's like oh what is this let's see what it tastes like feels like touches yeah it's like yeah, let's play with the one of those three things that she wants to do every yeah. day she's yeah. going to see which one she can do she can either let's, learn from let's, it something let's play with the ball let's play with the ball let's play oh shiny thing what is this can i eat it what's it taste like can i learn from it can mm-hmm. i eat it can i break it yes and that's when i, I knew. can't do any of those three things i'm moving on that's exactly. when i knew that this was harlan's daughter so because she got distracted. Oh, because it's a shiny thing. <laughs> it's a shiny thing. It's, it's a brass. Shiny. How much can I get is for that, this at a scrapyard? Is, is that money? Yeah. <laughs> so that was my week. I feel like that. Son of a. Really, Jason? It, I had it on to play the music. I always fucking forget. It just did it like 30 seconds ago. I know, and I thought I killed Before it. Before you look at the message. I'm, I'm turning it down. I had to unlock it to turn it down. Okay. While we're doing introductions, can I say something? We're not on. This isn't. No. Um, yes. Yes, Tony. I think we skipped introductions, actually. Nah, well, I was fine. still Everyone coming back to your week. We go ahead, Bruce. But no, but you go ahead, Tony. It's still, it's still your time. This is your free time. I haven't been on the podcast for a while. A little bit. 
and I had been on the podcast regularly, semi-regularly, yeah, yeah. up to that point. I mean, I, regularly, like once a year. You were That's your regular. Own it was more. Base. It was more than that. Okay. Don't, don't exactly. like once every three it, months. Okay. There for a while because all you guys couldn't show up together uh, uh, for three months, and uh, because three that was months. a big show when you all were actually. You know how long it's been since we've all since the core team been has like been like three together. It's been like three shows. And so that let me know first of all by that comment that I was not a member of the core team. Well, um, the, the the founders. Okay, the like founders. you're a core member, Hold but on. you're not a founding member. How many member. episodes did we have before you were on the first time? I'm freaking a poo. Like 15, I'm, I'm not even. I'm not even a poo. It was way up there. I'm like fifteen twenty. I'm like Flanders' wife. They His killed first off Flanders on wife. the show was with a voicemail, if you remember. Yeah. Right. Well, they killed off Flanders' wife, mm-hmm. and the Who? show still went on. Never Odd. misses a beat. Nobody nobody writes in and says, hey, I'm mad because you killed off Flanders' wife. That was well, a very special episode of The Simpsons. It was. I had, well, I'd been on the show fairly regularly. And then it, I had, it taught us how to deal with grief through Ned Flanders. And I, I hadn't, then, I, then I wasn't on the show for a while, and so I'm, I'm religiously looking at the Reddit board. I'm religiously just watching just F5ing stuff. that all day long. And, and F5ing. And it reloads the page, see if there's any new comments. I did not know that. Yeah. Is that? That's real. Is that yeah. a real thing? Yeah. Yeah. You hit F5, it'll reload the page room. Shift F5 is a hard refresh. Wow. If you use the alt key and F4, it puts it on a perpetual refresh. Does it really? Mm-hmm. Is that like a Linux thing or an Apple thing? That'll work on a Windows machine? It works on, uh, I don't think it works on Macs, but it works on Windows and Linux. You should try it. Thank you. Do, do, do. I thought we'd have at least one remark on there. Hey, where's the chaplain? Where's the chaplain? Be nothing, nada, zilch. So screw all you all podcast listeners. Nobody likes me. I don't like you all. That's the Christian well, way. You have to be on the show for people to like you. If you'll remember back when you were on the show, like every episode, there was stuff about you on the subreddit, like every week. Nobody, mm-hmm. nobody remembers me. Nobody. That's there's a, you were there's gone. a there's an Dude, ego thing going. You here. know the world we live in. There's an ego thing. The minute you're out of the spotlight, you're Lindsay Lohan. Recency theory. If yeah, what have you done for me exactly. lately? Right. Yeah, but if you're on the show, they're going to talk about you. They'll probably say something about you this week about how you were a nice. crybaby. Yeah. It okay. won't be positive, but they'll talk about you. <laughs> okay, all, all the podcast listeners, I do need you all to say, "Hey, good hearing from you, Chaplain." Then that's it. That's all I need. No, no nothing negative, nothing else. That's it. Mm, that's not. If they don't do it, you're baiting them right now. If, yeah, they're not going to do it, a because you told them to do it. B. Okay, they, don't do it. I don't want any. Po- <laughs> all the podcast listeners, I am demanding, demanding that you do not mention me in any comments. If they you heard it from the man of God, folks. Yep. If they don't do it, here's the proper course of action. Log into one of your 73 odd accounts. I can't remember all the passwords. (laughs) (laughs) The way you think happened to Captain Fartsicle. (laughs) (sighs) Jason, I think you owe me $10 from that bet we made about that like way back when. I don't know why he was making a Parks and Rec joke. a week after... Like I love Parks and Rec, but me and Tony have never talked about Parks and Rec, so I have I had no idea he had ever seen Parks and Rec to get to make that joke. Anyway, how was your week, Bruce? Good. You think uh, our room's alright? Because he really hasn't talked in like twenty five minutes. We haven't had. I mean, we haven't said anything for him to talk about. Okay, go on. We've just been talking about how awesome that party was. I don't. He didn't really have any input on that for some reason. Well, I think he's a little stressed out still. His eye was twitching this morning. <clears throat> no, it was a good week. Uh, Monday, I had my first paid holiday ever in my entire life mm. that was awesome welcome to being a grown-up with a real know, job right that's it the rest of the week was work and 
This week kind of sucked because of that paid holiday. Tuesday, you basically do double the work. Yeah, I'll just cut some stuff. And oh, I'm a good carrier. I take it all. I take it all. I will. No. I even took those mailers. I cut more Tuesday <laughs> than I had for my entire route, probably. Son yeah. of a bitch. That's <laughs> true. His route is like Take double the size of mine. Who knew that milk it's was such like a big double. thing? It's more than double. It's milk not. Milk is vital, sir. Raw milk will... Let's see you live without milk. Yeah. Mm. What's up with all the milkman trucks I've been seeing on Sundays? Uh, they I've been seeing milk. I, on the way here, I, can, uh, there was a milkman truck. You can order milk from Amazon now and yeah. they'll deliver it on they'll Sunday. Deliver it on Sunday. Sundays, yeah. That's, mm. We've been doing that for a while. That's been like a year now or more. <clears throat> you have to pay extra or you have to be a part of the. You have Amazon to be prime program. or pay extra, yeah. But, I mean, it's fresh milk on Sundays. How are you going to. Yeah. You want some milk on Saturday? You order it. It's here Sunday morning. Wow. Congratulations. You're living in the future, man. Living in the future. All right, anything anyway that's it anything else going on guys any other should we move on to the unnamed whiteboard I mean we still have your week the Glenn Beck whiteboard oh yeah no my week was my week's what no a lot of my weeks are like Groundhog's Day but in a seven day cycle like instead of being the same day it's like a Monday same a Tuesday yeah it's then on Monday it just starts over hmm. it's, it's not a bad life but there sometimes there just isn't a lot of room for excitement in there. Because there was like a big thing in there that you no party. You didn't want to talk about that. Oh no, I no what okay. party? No, right. go ahead. You can talk about it. It's not for me to talk about. Okay, I kind of screwed <laughs> Bruce this week on accident. Oh no, I wasn't talking about that. I wasn't going to talk about that. Oh, you should. I was talking about your dinner. I mean, we had a big to-do at my house. And how incredibly, incredibly drunk you were. I was not. Falling off benches. I never fell off a bench. Stumble stuff. You've... Avery fell off a bench because he's Avery, also. and he wasn't intoxicated. He's just Avery, and he fell off that, a bench. Calvin actually kind of powerbombed him off the bench is really what happened there. But Avery should have known. To be fair, Calvin is kind of a wrecking ball yeah, when he chooses to be. I was watching your your still stuck preschool age son mentality. like beating up on your college age son mm-hmm. the entire day. It, it reminds me a lot of uh, Rollo and Cleveland Jr. from the Cleveland Show. Although Avery's not like big like that, but he's just like, "Stop it! Stop!" And Rollo's like just pimping him out. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean it was a good time. Had some friends over, dinner. Okay. I mean, I, I didn't Your think I was... made a fire pit. That was cool. We had a big did. fire. She, we made s'mores. Bruce, Bruce was so had, weird about the fire pit, right? Had a good... What? How come I always find out... How come I always find out about these things after the fact? Because you wouldn't come and it would hurt my feelings, so I don't invite you. Wow. No, seriously. You wouldn't have came and it would have hurt my feelings that you didn't come. These kinds of things. What else has there been? I, I mean, on. last night there was a cookout you didn't come to. Why do you hate your prior arrangements? Honestly, honestly, the only reason I've never invited you is I'm 99% sure you wouldn't come. You'd think that I would not come That's to your probably house. probably true, though. 
I don't think you. I think you have shit to do. I mean, he's out doing come. the Lord's work. Yeah. He's not it's got Sunday. time to hang out with these heathens on a Sunday. And I think you wouldn't come, and that would hurt my feelings. If you didn't come, so it's like it's like the girl who's too pretty to ask to prom. You don't ask her because you don't want to get rejected. Speaking of falling off the bench um, and getting rejected, th- yeah, I forgot to bring that up. That happened this week. You fell off a bench or got rejected? I'm at a uh, city council meeting. Oh uh, God. I'm at a city council meeting, and there's another city council member from another city that's there from from our large one of our largest cities. He can't hear very well, and so I'm sitting behind him, and he's sitting about three chairs away from me. And so he turns around, and he says, "Tone, uh, chaplain, yeah, chaplain, whatever chaplain. your name is, you." <laughs> he turns around, and he says, "Chap Tony, you there?" Yeah, he turns around, and says, "What would he say? What they what they say?" And so I lean forward in the chair. And I'm telling them, okay, they just, they're talking about buying a piece of property. Time goes on, just a few minutes. He turns around and says, what'd they say? I said, well, they're talking to the banker. They're talking about finance, blah, blah, blah. They said you ought to go get your hearing checked. <laughs> and so this continues going on and on and on. Tony, what'd they say? Each time he asked me this question, I lean forward in the chair. And I'm w- working my way toward the front of the chair. Each time I lean forward, I'm a little oh, bit closer no. to the edge. Are you trying to get away from him? No. Like I, you're going the opposite direction of him? Or you're trying to get closer I'm, so you're not disturbing the meeting? I'm leaning toward him so I'm okay. not disturbing the meeting and repeating everything that's being said for the whole group and so the very so he asked me again at this point my rear end is on the very edge of the chair and the and it's leaning forward the two back legs are kind of leaning forward mm-hmm. we're on a tile floor and and i got i got past the point of equilibrium and that chair leaned forward and shot out from underneath <laughs> of me it goes flying it hits the Killed back two wall. people behind him. four people to the hospital it hits the back wall it's clattered everything tile floor is broken at this point i'm crouched down i'm a big fella and i've got nowhere to go my balance is off and so i just fall backwards i'm laying flat on my back in the middle middle of the city council meeting just lying i picture there. you like a turtle with all four like limbs exactly. going and that's exactly the way it was and so everybody turns around and looks at me and i didn't know what to say so i just hollered out bernie push me which is the other council member <laughs> and so this old man all of a sudden starts freaking out go look at his eyes got real big voters i assure you i did not push this gentleman <laughs> the photographer for the local newspaper comes around he snaps his pictures oh, it's another article is going to be it's about going the straight on tmz <laughs> so yeah so that happened nice ah <laughs> uh, local politics that picture will resurface here in the time you start with the state legislature bid and then uh, no when he when he's running for re-election he's gonna wear like one of those neck braces and be like (laughs) city council has devolved to the point where they're now pushing people out of chairs physical violence has happened is this how you want your city to be run vote tony vote for tony Vote Tony Chaplin. Uh, that would be a funny joke if I could have kept it going without being a dummy. A vote for Tony Chaplin. Is a, a vote, vote for, for the peace. Chaplin. Is a vote for your Lord. Right, let's go on to the whiteboard because yeah, we're the Glenn Beck whiteboard's kind of played out. I think it needs to be current events. It ought to be the Haskell whiteboard. No, Senator mm, Haskell no. or Representative Haskell. Mm, no, mm. let's call it the Michelle Obama whiteboard. The Rick Santorum whiteboard. Uh, We're going to come up on some list if you put Santorum anywhere on there. I don't want to be associated with that last name. Um, what's a guy from that had the wide stance? Let's just name it after him. Hmm. It was Minnesota or something like that. And the airport. Larry. 
Was it Larry Craig? Craig? Larry Craig? Craig? Yeah, Larry the Larry Craig whiteboard. Wide stance whiteboard. <laughs> Why did you decide to petition the Lodge? This was a subreddit topic for... Well, we've already been over this about the chaplain. That was for political reasons. Long mm-hmm. game. Of course. Harlan. Mm-hmm. He lays, lays out his plans well. Mm-hmm. Why am I going first? You didn't. We just covered the chaplain. Here's what's more fun. How about we tell each other why we thought that petition? Like, Harley, like he just did the... Nobody really answered the question. Let's all just well, say why. All three why. of you know why I did. Yeah, for me. Yeah, okay. Well, That's I mean, he was coerced. Mercenary motives, coercion, yes. arm twisting. Somewhere bribery. halfway between both of those two things is the truth. All right, there you go. That's Threats of violence. Yep. Harlan that thought was he was joining the secret Illuminati and would be ruling the world by this time. Mm-hmm. Sorry, buddy. Truth. Why are you sorry? That's exactly what happened. But it's not true. He's incredibly disappointed, yet he still comes here. Oh, right. No, it's not true. Yeah, I'm sorry that it's not true, yeah, that you no, joined, and no. it's not what you thought it was. Okay, yeah. W- one no. thing that was humor- Scottish right is, is nothing. One Scottish. thing that was humorous about, I remember Harlan's petition. I remember Harlan, we got the message because Harlan was trying to petition another state. Uh, he called me out of the blue while I was at the yeah. state fair, and he was a, a 21-year-old kid. And I'm like, this dude ain't going to do that. Why are you bothering me? I'm at the state fair with my family. Can but, you leave me alone? Uh, but he wasn't quite but I didn't say 20. I don't loud. think he was quite 21 yet. He, was, he I called me on his 21st state. birthday. I petitioned yeah. the other state, like the neighboring state, when I was 18, because they let you in at 18, and you had to be 21 here. Right, and he decided to wait, so what wait, and wait. And they, so had, they had to get a waiver of jurisdiction, so they yeah. sent the waiver back over to the Grand Lodge of Pennsylvania, and then they said no. Oh, because he's not old enough here. He's not old enough there. And told him so to wait. Then I he lives here, and so mm. but, but, and then he then he started looking for houses in that other state. Right. So what was funny though is he the day he turns twenty one, he petitions the lodge. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, like at the next assembly, we lowered the age. <laughs> So yeah. at Grand Lodge that year, the age got dropped to yeah. 18, yes. I remember that. We were doing it to keep you out as long as possible, for the record. <laughs> That's awesome. So he waits his three years. And yeah, that was that was uh, funny. Tony, why are you here? Honestly? Yeah. I was at a deer hunting camp down uh, at our deer hunting camp location, and two of the people that I was in the deer camp, I wasn't an official member of the deer camp. I was the guest at the at the deer camp. You were somebody's date to the deer camp. Exactly. Now, what happens to the dates of the deer camp? Uh, you don't get the best hunting spots. And you, in the next, are you allowed to talk about what happens in deer camp when you wake up the next day? Single man tent, two man tent. It involved Vaseline. Tent. That's uh, what I thought. You know the story, the camping story. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, two of the, I wanted in in as one of the core members of the deer camp so that I would have my. Are you getting to tell me you joined the Masons to have a better hunting spot next year? <laughs> I think it's what he's getting to tell me. And in order to up my odds of being chosen, because he only allowed you know X amount of people in. I knew both of these people were Masons, and so I was like, you know what? If I join the Masons, they have to almost let me into deer camp. And so I did, and one of the guy that was a deer camp member, he's the one that raised me. And so, yeah, uh, and next year I got in the deer camp, and I had my special, my permanent to be deer fair, spaces. That is less selfish than for political reasons. It, it, that's that's it, actually how I came about. Because yeah, instead instead of trying to reform the local government into something he thinks will perform better, he wanted to go shoot something in the face. Right. Yeah. He, Don't shoot a deer in the face. What's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, I mean, that's an knows. exaggeration. Sometimes he misses. But that that was really. 
the impetus for I me to join I hope whenever you came in for your investigating committee, when they asked you why you wanted to be here, you didn't say, get a better hunting spot. No, I did like everybody else did, and I had my elaborate story. I had an uncle, that, and this is true, I had an uncle who I very much respected, and he had passed away. And when he passed, they had the Masonic funeral and all that, and that did impress me. And because of that... Um, uh, and because of that, that also had piqued my interest. And so that's the story I used, not the deer camp story. Hand me the plug. I'll plug yeah, I mean, that makes sense. You can sit in that chair. And I also told him how big a fan I was of history, which I am, of history and and learning about those type of things. And this is a You came in in that period where we were real low on people. And yeah. it was like, is he breathing? Yeah. Is he under the age of 75? Stamp. He's in. Pretty much my investigation committee that investigated me basically sold me on the Masonic Lodge and how great it was. They didn't really ask me a lot of questions. Do you believe in God? <laughs> We're trying to make sure you didn't change your mind. <laughs> yeah. That's how was, bad we needed people. That doesn't seem quite fair because I remember my investigation, which you were in. I got I got drilled for the better part of an hour. Well, you were young. Yeah. Too young way too young i'll never forget you were a twink i'll never forget the the half truth about the uh about the the sunday school thing so and yeah. colonel brian is tearing What's up, up shit and joining us so uh cb there's too many milkmen on this show <sighs> hello boys what uh, up why are you here welcome to the show i just thought i'd drop in no i mean why why did you petition the lodge oh i worked at a um Throw the dude straight into the bus. Don't right, man. Like Ten seconds. Welcome to the show, Hello, Brian. Everybody. Thank you for joining us. To be Hello, fair, he's been here like podcast. ten minutes. I, I guess Hi, Tony was done with his story, and I Harlan suppose was, he was interrupted mid-sentence. But go ahead and tell us what you're doing here. Yeah, oh, was I guess that I'll mid-sentence for Harlan? Were you not done? Okay. He's not even going to talk. He's just going to make hand motions. Like well, that. he's trying to move on, which, right. which is what you're terrible at, Brian. Right. Well, I worked at a uh, I worked at a large manufacturer here in town. And um, I was hanging out with a group of guys, I guess about six or seven people there. And I noticed that every one of those guys uh, was in a lodge. And they had just assumed that I was because, you know, we all hung out together. And so one day I was, uh, we stopped and had drinks after work or something. And a guy had said, uh, so how long have you been, you know, how long have you been in lodge or whatever? And I said, I'm not. You know, <laughs> they were like, what? What lodge? So we got to fix that. You know, the so elks, that's, what? That's how it happened. So you were basically said, uh, you've seen too much, you're coming to Lodge. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Seen too much. So you were basically picked up at a bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he kind of reminds me of a bar floozy, just to be honest. Well, it's not the first time it's happened. Exactly. I mean, it was pretty close to them just, like, throwing a bag over your head. Yeah, yeah, the whole fan. I, I think probably what it was is he had enough to put them all in prison for a little while, and they were like, <laughs> no, 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 you're coming with us. You need to control this guy or kill him. It's one of the two. Yeah, we've been hanging around for several years, and... uh it was just assumed by some of them that I was in already. Jason, on the other mm-hmm. hand, thought that this was his ticket into the Widow's Sons Motorcycle Club. <laughs> so here he is in the Blue Lodge, blackballed from the Widow's Sons, and uh, yeah. That was too hardcore for them. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Now, um, how did you become a Mason? How did you decide to join? I'm I mean, my dad was a Mason. My granddad was a Mason. But the real reason I'm here is when I was a kid... Um, a guy that my dad went to lodge with and worked with his wife didn't work 
and she was like a grandmotherly type. And when I was born, my mom and dad both worked. And so she watched me during the day and said, send me daycare. They sent me to her house. And those two people become like second grandparents to me. Like even after they weren't watching me anymore, I would still go over to their house and play with them and hang out with them and stuff because they were just awesome people. And right before he got sick and was getting ready, why are you laughing? Because I'm thinking the way you remember it may be different than the way they remember it. <laughs> Dude, we're not even getting paid anymore. And this kid keeps no, 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 showing no, 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 up. No, 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 no. I understand what you're saying, but they would come get me. Like he would just show up to my house sometimes like on a random Saturday and be like, hey, you want to go with me? Yeah. And then I would, you know, he was probably one of the greatest men that I've ever personally known in my life. Present company excluded. Of course. Okay. And uh, I, he didn't know he was going to die, but I think he was getting sick and kind of had a feeling that maybe he didn't have too long left. And when I was a senior in high school, he told me, he said, I'm not supposed to do this, but I'm going to tell you right now. I said, whenever you turn 21, you do whatever you got to do to get in a lodge. Mm-hmm. And then I messed up and waited. I was 22. But, yeah, as soon as I... I mean, as soon as, like, I thought it was, well, Vernon told me to join a lodge. I need to join a lodge because. That, that's actually a touching. Uh, he, uh, seriously, that's a, that's a good, that's actually a good story. No, but that's, that's, I mean, like, my dad and grandfather is, and, like, I might have wound up here anyway, but that dude flat told me that I needed to do it, and he was a really good guy, so I wanted to do what he wanted me to do. Hmm. So that's why I'm here. And that, and, and I thought there would be beer. Turns out there's not. Right, Arnold? Yeah, there's no beer. Did I disturb your nap? No. You made him lean up, though, and he doesn't like that. He does not like to move. He's like that snake. He's cold-blooded. He <laughs> likes to conserve the right. energy and right. just chill. Right. Opinions on the shrine. I'd like for all the podcast listeners to post on Reddit. Could we keep about? Could we keep saying the name podcast so we don't sound like a real radio show? So people don't expect as much out of us. I like how you say podcast a lot. So they're like, oh yeah, this is an amateur. You're lowering expectations every time you say that. I appreciate that. There's a lot of professional podcasts out there. There's a few podcasts are the future. I mean, nobody uh, nobody <laughs> nobody listens to the radio. Well, we all know podcasts are not the future because he just said they are the future. Let's go ahead and end this show now, boys. It's all over. Nineteen eighty one, Tony said, Beta's the way to go, gentlemen. Beta now, beta tomorrow, beta forever. There will never be a superior technology. Podcasts are a lot like yourself. Podcasts are a are a thing in Freemasonry because they're about ten years. Past, past the their era, era. they uh, were they were hot when the iPod was hot. Well, you know, with cereal, when I bought my first stereo, the salesman said after I got married, the salesman says, "Hey, you need to buy the CD player because back then you you bought components, you know, yeah. systems. That was the big thing. Plug them all together, daisy chain them together. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, he said you need to get the CD changer because that's where everybody's going to. And I said, Nah, I'm staying with the phonograph. This CD thing is just a fad. <laughs> he said phonograph, like it's got a crank on the side. <laughs> It's, and so he finally talked me in. horn on the front. And I went on and finally agreed to buy a single <laughs> CD player to, that would fit into the component yeah. system. So, so, so I was wrong there. That was one wrong. Mm. That twenty-four. What DMA happened to your Betamax player, Tony? And your laser disc. Don't forget about that. Don't forget about your drones. Betamax was actually a much better format. It was superior technology. Yeah. But so porn went to VHS. Yeah, but porn went to to VHS. Betamax mm-hmm. wouldn't sell. That's not right. no. That was the excuse you tried to use with HD DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah, I was going to say, what happened to your your HD DVD player, Tony? Well, Blu-ray opened it. up. Blu-ray opened it up for porn too. 
And plus, nobody watches porn movies. HD was dead. That's porn's an internet thing now. I agree. Why were you trying to make that argument? Because I'm a dummy and buy the wrong technology. So now we're living in the iOS v Android era for cell phones. I have an Android. Everybody go to Apple because Android ain't gonna be around much longer. Because if history bears anything, I picked the wrong horse. Got it. So opinions on the shrine. Then somebody posted, said, hey, I'm thinking about going to an open house over at the Shrine. What are y'all's opinions? Followed by a whole bunch of negativity and, like, a couple dudes saying, I really like the Shrine. I don't really have an opinion on the Shrine. Love the hats. The hats are pretty balling. That's... I, I just wear... I, I wish I could wear mine in every day, like, procedure. Why don't you? You get weird looks. Yeah. Like, you feel it's, special wearing it, but it's like... it for you. I am doing it for me, that's sure. They do a lot of cool stuff. For charity, and sometimes they drink. Sometimes. sometimes. They're very industrious people. Because nobody has still figured out how they got that motorcycle. Oh, God, no. No, <laughs> stop. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. A lot of people don't think the Shrine ought to be a part of Masonry. We've covered this before. I don't care. I don't really, it's... You're a Shriner. You should care. If they make the Shrine a separate organization, I don't care. If they start letting people off the street straight into the Shrine, all it's going to do is hurt the Blue Lodge. There's going to be some dues-paying members that ain't paying dues no more in Blue Lodge. That's it. But I find that people that like are really into their Blue Lodge overall kind of dislike the Shrine. Like a general, bleh. like a meh. Kind of like old rich people looking at new rich people. To put it in your parlance, Harlan. Meh. Yeah, old that's, money and new money. That's kind of how the old money looks at the new money. That's what I feel like. I feel like sometimes Blue Lodge gets a... They look at the shrine like their cousin who's kind of embarrassing and doesn't always wear shoes outside. Meh. Like that. Yeah. That's kind of my attitude with the shrine. That's like, what I was expecting. Kind of like... like eh, eh, you know, he's embarrassing, but he's family. It's just... Let them do their thing. It's not. Well, they do a lot of my good thing stuff at the for all the so crap. So none they of get. you care is what it sounds like. I mean, I, I like the shrine. Like they do good stuff. It's just not my cup of tea. I don't have anything against the shrine. I just well, I, some shrines are better than others too. Like same with lodges. Like some shrines are like doing a ton of stuff and they got all kinds of stuff going on, and other shrines are like dust bunnies rolling through the bar and. Now, the Royal Order of Jesters, on the other hand. Mm. Jason, aren't you a Shriner? I am. That's that's where it is at. So you've heard. So I've heard. I wish I could join, but I don't have enough money. Harlan, can I borrow some money? You should get more money. Will you pay both our memberships? No. Mm, Not joining the Shrine. Once you go Shrine, you don't go back. I came back. That night. They like, sent after, you back. After, the, after, <laughs> after my shrine day, like, I was back at my lodge. I was, like, they, back here that night. They sent you back. I'm not Turn to sender. legally allowed Thank to you. discuss the terms of me coming back to lodge. Just put it this way. The panty joke pulling out of the scarves on the grand potentate's wife as an audition for the clowns was not a good way to go. Yeah. Plus, they said the makeup with the beard really creeped out the kids. I looked like Captain Spaulding. King Diamond. 
Mm. I, Brian, you just dated me. I don't okay. even know that reference. Okay. Look it up. I'm I'm used to being the old guy. I don't know how you. Oh come on. Brian out old god me right there. So <laughs> glad we all have lively conversation going on here, gentlemen. Uh, Everybody's scared to talk about the try. That's a thing that's going on right I now. I think it's the the prevailing. There's not a lot of um, passion behind either opinion. I don't think. As far uh, as I disagree. The, There's a well, lot of I mean, passion. with the people, listen, with the way you, with the way you say it, you say, well, you know, um, uh, I think the way you you said it and the way Harlan said it's uh, the way most people think. Eh, you know, it's mm-hmm. there. You know? Unless you're in the Grand Lodge or you're part of the leadership of the shrine, in which case you tend well, to sure, have yeah, very strong yeah. opinions. Well, some guys are only still masons because of the shrine. That's the only reason they're still amazing. In order to be the and Grand Lodge. Some guys, especially in the Grand Lodge, are only still Shriners because of the Blue Lodge. In order to be a Grand Master in any state, don't you have to be a member of the Shrine? Pretty much. I think you've pretty much got to be a member of everything. Yeah. Yep. Some of those letters that come out, he's a, yeah. like their name and orders I've never even heard of. The Amorath? What, what, what the hell is that? <laughs> the Tall Cedars of Lebanon? I, the White Shrine? What is this Izzle, Isil? How he, how did he join that? <laughs> so, uh, big news. Where is Matt from Michigan? That state that looks like a hand with the thumb kind of sticking out, where a lot of cars come from up north that's real close to Canada, kind yeah. of touches Canada. Where our buddy Matt's from. Where our buddy Matt's from. Big Matt. Put out an edict this week. Yeah. And I have to believe it has something to do with the recent events in Texas. I do as well. But before we get into that, I want to know why I'm hearing about this from the whiteboard first instead of from Matt first. Because his basement was flooded and he was trying to air out his trinkets. Mm. Personal disaster. Mm. Trump's. He's not reading letters directly from his Grand Lodge right now. He's trying to save his home. Not really the greatest excuse, but I'll tell you. He lives in Detroit. He could just go buy another one for 10 bucks. He had some awesome baseball cards down there and a few comic books, and he's trying to get them aired out. All right. I'm going to forgive you, but that doesn't mean it's a good excuse. So they put out a little declaration and say, uh, hey, you widow sons, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm you guys are clandestine, you can't be a member of the widow sons in this state. But if y'all want to make another writing group and give us control of the name and the patch, y'all can start a writing group. Is this Grand Lodge overstepping its bounds? Are they right? Are they wrong? Thoughts, opinions, so on and so forth. It's possible for the Grand Lodge to overstep its bounds and also be right. That's how government expansion happens at the civil level is usually when they're right about something, you know, like civil rights. You use that as an opportunity to also overstep your bounds. Was that... Operational creep. Were those the only two... Conditions. Well, widow sons, you, it's gone. They're no, not. No, no, no. I'm saying, let them name the group. Let them design the patch. Let them control the group. Let them part of the grand lodge. It's so. It's, so they they wanted a hand in how it was the wrong. property yeah. of okay. the group is the grand belongs to the grand lodge. That's silly. The colors are probably the problem. Yes, and somebody made an interesting point, which I had never really thought of. Is at the point where you're you're three patching it. Yeah, and you're in an area, the local three patchers, the one percenters, are going to call you for a sit-down to talk about what you're doing, why you're doing it, 
and if you're going to mess with their junk and if they right. need to be mad at you. And the fact that you go to that set down and talk with them and say, no, 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 we're just a riding group. We just like the way you guys look. We're trying to imitate the way you look. Is actually tacitly giving approval to the one percenter gangs. That That is an unmasonic thing to do because you're going to go have a conversation with more or less a criminal organization to get permission to keep wearing your three patches. And the guy who made this point also said, oh, yeah, and you uh, cop biker clubs that have the three patches, that sit-down happens with you, too, so you're tacitly giving your approval to the one percenters as well. Which is an interesting point. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I think it's a valid point that you could argue. That you parlay with cowans and scoundrels and... Undesirables and criminals. So parlaying with those folks is unmasonic conduct? No, you know what I, I didn't say it was unmasonic conduct. Oh. No, no, no. I didn't say it was unmasonic conduct. I said that that is tacitly given approval, which is something that a Grand Lodge maybe wouldn't want to endorse hmm. tacitly, like in a roundabout way. Like I, under, like, I understand that argument can be made. I don't agree with the argument. Does that make sense? Yeah. I can look at your argument and say, I can see why you feel that way, but yeah. I don't agree with it. I mean... You gotta draw the picture. The only connection that the widow sons had to the Grand Lodge of Michigan was that you had to be, be a, mason a master mason to join. And so that's what they brought up was the fact that you have to be a master mason to join is pretty much what gives them the right to call them clandestine. You can't be a member. Now let me ask you this question, mm-hmm. widow sons. You're a widow son, aren't you? You're a rebel. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean you're not really. Like I've this is a my, hypothetical situation. I'm drawing you a, a, a picture. Got my leather vest on. It's looking real nice on me. Your leather vest is should have picked it for the gay club and not for the for the bike club. It's Just got three so patches know. on it. There, that, there are awards no from under. different types of knights at the gay club. Assless chaps. So, just imagine in this alternative bizarro world where instead of having lawyer Harlan, we got biker Harlan. He's a blue collar guy. I can't imagine that. This is bizarro. Sorry. Rides a motorcycle. The least scary biker group in the world. <laughs> They're and, that all, goes for, and that goes for all of them. They're all on Vespas. <laughs> Hex angels, if you will. Golly gee, heck. You don't want to mess with us. We're the 12 percenters. <laughs> we'll screw up your tax return. <laughs> Sir, you just wait to tax time. I am going to get even with you. <laughs> that 1% patch means something else. That's that's his tax that's, that's his tax his, bracket. Yeah. Their name is the widows financiers. We are the we are not the nine. The widows trust fund yeah. managers. Yeah, yeah. Go on. We take care of our brothers' widows by handling their finances. It's our number one obligation. You say that like that wouldn't be an important thing to do. I get it. Jews are important in every walk of society. Anyway, here's my point. Widows need their money to live, man. They gotta buy their medicine. I agree. Okay. Otherwise I agree. they get it from the lodge. That's why Germany did so bad after the wars. There was no Jews left to do the work. Here's my point. Imagine you're not you, but you're a blue-collar dude who likes riding a motorcycle, who likes having this little bit of a rebel look, likes being a little bit of a rebel, but you subscribe to Freemasonry and its ideals and principles. So now they outlaw your rider group because Grand Lodge says it's clandestine, and we can tell you it's clandestine if the rules are you got to be an MM to join. Why don't we, as a group, say we're in this other group that they ruled clandestine? We're in the After Lodge Biker Gang. That's what we call ourselves. We got a kick-ass patch and looking tough on our Vespas. 
why don't we just take off the requirement that you have to be an MM and only let in MMs? Well, like it's an unspoken rule. It's not the requirement that you be a master mason to join that gives the Grand Lodge that authority. The Grand Lodge could foreseeably say that the Lions Club is clandestine, and if you're a mason and you join the Lions Club, okay, that's. So it, w- it wouldn't help you. So they're still going to just say, we know what y'all are doing. That's like the thing with the shrine. You're not tricking anybody. If the shrine dropped the Masonic membership requirement, it still doesn't get them out of the issue of states where they've been made clandestine because if you're a Mason, it it doesn't matter. Like, I don't know why that becomes part of the argument. The, the Grand Lodge could say that any organization is clandestine and you can't join as a Mason. So now I think the Widow Sons have been banned in a whole bunch of states. This uh, one's most certainly due to Texas. The shit yeah. that went down in Texas with yeah, they were I shooting each other. They're banned in like 15-ish. Yeah. Um, where do you think this ends up? Do you think we're just going to have a whole bunch of other little groups spring up until they call oh. them clandestine then you're going to start yeah. another little group? Or do yeah. you think it ends you mean up like, like uh, a Widow Sun type of revolt where it's like some kind of Mad Max like movie yeah. from... No, you mean like, like the Wayfarers and uh, uh, Hiram's whatever. There, there's like a whole bunch of Masonic writer clubs. Satan Slaves, I think, is one. Satan Slaves is definitely a Masonic writing club. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's safe to assume that eventually they're going to be banned and all or most states. The Widow Sons is an organization, but do you think a Grand Lodge would step so far as to say, you as a Mason can't be part of a motorcycle club that wears patches? Uh, I think three patches, and they might say that. I think it might come to where they're saying, you can't wear three patches. I think it's a knee-jerk reaction. And, uh, and, and history doesn't judge those well. It is, you know? but the Widow Sons have a lot of baggage with them. Uh, mm. People raise hell because they're Masons and their website has like a MILF section, for example. Well, I mean... I understand, but they're concerned about branding and public image. That if you're not a Mason, you know these guys are Masons, and this is the stuff they're doing, then you're going to extrapolate that all Masons are these guys. But, I mean, that kind of stuff's going to happen with any biker group. Right. Right. And right. if it doesn't, then it's not... A biker group? And yeah. one percenters know who... They know what the deal is. a better way is. to say that, but yeah. They're there's, still they gonna, know there's not a group of... You know, Masonic dudes riding into town coming to take turf. They They're still going to have that set down just to put you in your place. They're always going to have that. Like, if some dudes show up in, in a town that... Uh, let's just say the hell's angels. about respect, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's they're just going to bring them in and be like, what are you doing here? What are you going to do? You're not going to mess with our stuff. What are you? And just settle well, out the pecking order. Yeah, but acknowledgement of a group is an acceptance of a group. So... No, and there's yeah. that there's that symbiotic thing that I talked about on the last show. At least here where we live, between like the biker clubs and the Masons in general, not just the Widow Sons. And I still don't know whether that's like just our area. Yeah, I, I didn't get any feedback on that. Me but like neither. around here, the Masons get like this free pass from all of the motorcycle clubs. It's not a free pass. They're just way more lenient to yeah, us than like, they are anyone like else. We used to go well, when I first it. joined after Lodge. A lot of us would go up to this bar on the corner, which was like the biker hangout, like of a local motorcycle club, mm-hmm. and just not just anybody could just walk in there that time of night. There have been a lot it. of times I drove past that bar relatively yeah. late at night and seen people brawling in the gravel parking yeah. lot, and just would stop on the side of the road and watch. Oh, that dude's getting messed up. Oh, yeah. oh they're kicking him. This is turning into murder. But Whoop. if you went in there and you had like the ring on, they knew you were a mason. Like you just go in and have a drink. Sometimes they buy you a drink, and, and I've run into that with like other biker groups, and I've heard about it around. Like they just, if you're a mason, even if you're not on a motorcycle wearing patches, there's just something about our order 
and these motorcycle clubs that there's I don't know what it is. I'm there's, not a, there's a certain respect. level of respect. Yeah, and I'm not yeah. saying that sit down isn't going to be friendly between the one percenter and and the widow's son. It, it may be very friendly. They may give you a beer and be like, okay, let's talk about what you can do and not do. Don't piss us off in X, Y, or Z way, and then we're cool. I I can see that every they're going to do that when people with three patches show up in their town. That's just something that yeah. all of them are going to do. And I can see that argument about that being kind of like you're giving, but what are you going to do? Be like, man, f you. Yeah. yeah, what percentage you though? I mean, what are the numbers you're talking about? I mean, I, as far as trying to protect the image of masonry, I mean, I don't think most do people more, in the general do, public would you can know do worse than have guys riding on bikes. You know? Yeah, I agree, but some of them get a little out of control. There's well, some there's of every group some get out of incidents. Control. I mean, they're not. I mean, like you know, jesters. <laughs> not saying just the Shriner Motorcycle Corps. But the Shriner yeah. Motorcycle Corps, Corps are the most boring people. They almost ride around in suits. They're almost riding around in three-piece suits. Now you have my interest. Harlan <laughs> 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 just sat up in his chair for the first time this show. <laughs> Imagine a gang of dudes who, instead of looking like one percenters, are wearing, like, pressed black pants, pressed white shirts. They're all riding... Vespas. The, they're no, all riding the no, bicycle, they're riding huge front wheel. No, they're all riding Harleys and gold wings, but not like the regular Harley. What, what do you call the big Harley? I can't think of it right now. The, I'm going Dino blank. Wide Glides. The, they're all riding them that with the huge like fiberglass saddlebags and the oh, big yeah. windshield. That's on, you're basically on a car. This thing, well, it's on two wheels, but you don't have to balance it because the wheels are so wide, it's just going to stand up on its own. I bet they got a few of those Honda trikes in there. A few trikes. Mm-hmm. Because the guys are too oh, fat to get on the motorcycle. Okay, yeah, and they wear those. The white helmet, the yeah. perfectly white oh, helmet yeah. that's gleaming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they wear the, the like, white military-type shirts, like the Navy yes, shirts. Yes, with the, with the on them. And, and they've like, got yeah. the, the gold, uh, yeah. what do you call that thing? I can't think of what it's a called. Rope. It's just the rope. The rope, yeah. but it's, like, that's the infantry thing yeah. instead of being blue. It's it's gold. And then, like, so imagine, like, those guys all riding into the neighborhood bar. It's like, oh, shit, the good humor guys just showed up. We're being invaded from the 50s. Lock up the milk. They're going to clean us out. <laughs> yeah, a, a group of uh, a group of those toughs riding in your neighborhood is a little bit different, I think. Than but they're not going to, like, Hell's Angels, I'm just using them because they're the most yeah. well-known biker gang. Hell's Angels ain't going to call them over for a set-down because they're going to be like, look at the good humor guy. <laughs> no, but the Widow Sons look like one percenters. They're going to call them over. They're three-patching it. I don't know, man. They have a one-percenter look. They're just going to have a set-down. Every time he says one-percenters, I know know he's talking about the biker gangs, but Mm -hmm. I can't help, like, going back to the Occupy Wall Street thing. Like, oh, oh, wait. Yeah, different one-percenters. No justice, no peace. Do you think, though... The Shriner Biker Corps has a one-percent patch, but it means the other thing. Do you think, though, it's the motorcycles, or is it the look... It's the whatever. look. It's the it's three the, patches. That's like it's the, look it's the, it, definitely, the yeah. three patches kind of signify you as a type of gang. I don't think law enforcement ought to be able to treat you as a type of gang because you're wearing three patches, but that doesn't mean the Hell's Angels aren't going to look at you as a type of gang, and they don't have to follow the rules. Mm-hmm. Well, technically they're supposed to, but they don't. Yeah. They're outside of the law. The law's here in this circle. And the Hell's Angels are over here somewhere. Yeah. Then you got the werewolves on bikes from the 60s. Now, that was a bad gang. I don't know if y'all remember them or not. But there was a B-movie in the 60s about a biker gang who were also werewolves. Hmm. It's a fantastic really movie. Effective. I think it was called uh, Werewolves on Cycles or something like that. Fat Guy Goes Nutsoid? No, that's hmm. a different movie. Was he a werewolf too? Or? I think so, oh, yeah. Okay. And here I thought all the werewolves were Native Americans. Oh, 
No, those are uh, what we call shapeshifters. Uh, they can change into anything. A wolf, a meerkat, perhaps, no, a penguin. Native Americans, they fight vampires Dolphins. out in the Washington you're, you're area. You're thinking yeah. of night wolf. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Tony's cracking up over here. Tony gets it. <laughs> no, I'm thinking I've never seen a badass penguin. <laughs> no, well, you change into the penguin when you need to blend in in Antarctica. Like, they're looking for you, and you're like, i got to escape. So you change into the penguin, you're and they don't they fly right over you because you're a penguin. Do illusions count as natives? Illusions? What? What'd you say? Never mind. You can't tell one penguin from the next, okay, actually. Got it. Speaking of all this, is there any candy left? No, it's all gone. Okay. Oh, we, yeah, we ate the racist left? candy. The racist candy. delicious. Speaking of candy left, though, uh, since this is the first time you've been on the show since we received the package from Wayne, how about you open your uh, present over there he sent you? He sent you a present and thought enough of yeah, you to send a present. Yeah, we still have uh, Tony's present. Now, now who, now if who you all will recall, all three Australia. of us got calendars. Yes, Wayne Greeley from, from, from Australia. Australia. Yeah. Okay, Wayne, I want to thank you. I haven't even opened it yet, but I want to thank you for thinking of me. And You're like the one podcast listener out of all 13 that ever that thought of me. So we've I want kept to thank the you chaplain's present sealed this whole time. Hey, my mom started listening twice a week because she can't remember the show at the end of the week, so we have 14 now. Aren't we counting her twice anyway? Well, she downloads it twice. What does she delete it after? She, she? No, she actually <laughs> listens twice. <laughs> or does she just forget she downloaded it? It's on her phone. She, she streams it. it again. So, uh, what, what'd you get there, buddy? What'd you get? I have a calendar. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's a calendar. What's what's in the calendar? Because all the calendars were kind of funny. I thought it was going to be cathedrals of Australia. Images I of Australia. That's upside down, buddy. There we go. Images of caution. <laughs> Wildlife in this area. That's actually some really that's cool, really nice. like, 60s art. Yeah. Some of those are really cool. It's a very fear and oh, loathing vibe. That's, what I, was, that's what I was thinking. Was Ralph Steadman. That looks like Ralph Steadman drawings. Or uh, maybe West... It's like Ralph Steadman meets West Freed. Mm. So it wasn't Cathedrals of Australia. No, it's not Cathedrals, but it's... Those are really cool. There's a, there's a nice calendar. There's a VW microbus in that picture. Pretty neat. Yeah. yeah. One of her shovels and race and implements of destruction in the back of it. I want to thank you for this, Wayne. I was afraid it would be some type That's of sacrilegious cool, right thing or whatever or to, to be funny. But no, this is actually very nice. Demons it's of Australia. Very acid yeah. trippy. That's beautiful. I like I it. That. The best politicians in Australia or something like that. Right. <laughs> and it's, that counter has it's multiple VW pages. microbuses. Wow. This, yeah. It even has a planner. Because we all know how much planning you do. Yeah. We've gone ahead and pre-filled the planner with the recording dates for the show yes so. wayne i want to thank you for this very very much it will hang up in my office uh, you I'll, have an I'll, office i'm gonna put it up and uh, next time you send anything though be sure that you separately package the candy to the chaplain because i heard about the candy that's not true you had some of the cocoa racist candy oh actually i did didn't I? yeah yeah, I yeah did. you okay. had to bite one of their little black heads off before, before they got, got into, into mischief. Because mischief. Yes. we didn't, we didn't eat any of the candy until like most of the show people were here, so everybody could taste the candy from a foreign land, a land down under. Now, why did you have to say they were black, Harlan? That's they were yeah, aboriginal. Is that uh, they're like aboriginal to the candy? Because that's okay. That's my favorite. Hold on, you all saw the wrapper for this candy. You can't no. put this on me. No, it's fine, Harlan. We all know how you feel about that. About the aboriginals? Yeah, Speaking they're a big which, problem in my neighborhood. Thank you, Wayne, for making me feel like part of the show. I'm thank glad you. you brought this up because we have to uh, address what happened last week at the breakfast. Oh, 
Oh, Harlan yeah. is all the time accidentally racist. <laughs> he is constantly displaying yeah. accidental racism. So I, I showed up. Because hang on, let me let me tell a backstory here. Previously on After Lodge, Harlan, around this area, we all refer to lodges that aren't real clandestine lodges as monkey lodges. We don't refer like, to like monkey business. Monkey you know, business. It's, it's, it's not a reference to Prince Hall Masonry in the slightest. Be- before we go on, how long do you all think until monkey business is not a politically acceptable? Until thing? Chuck Berry about dies, because that's ago. a fantastic Chuck Berry song. Ah, too much monkey business. I might even close with that. That is a fantastic Chuck Berry song. So, so you think it when when he dies? When Chuck Berry dies, so does rock and roll, and, and being able to use the term monkey, monkey business. business. Yeah. All right. But somebody was talking about clandestine lodges and how you know whether you're in them or not. And I'm standing around with a couple Grand Lodge officials, like not Grand Lodge Oompa Loompas, mm-hmm. but like real Grand Lodge people. Like big dogs. Yeah. And a couple past Grand Masters. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're talking to this guy. I like, yeah, you got to be careful with that. Don't want to find yourself ending up in any of those monkey lodges. And they all look at him like, this racist piece of shit. Oh, they, they just walked off. And I'm thinking, oh, I can't be associated I, with racism wh- such as whoa, this. Whoa, whoa. But then... I didn't explain myself because that would just make it worse. Then that makes it worse. Oh, no, no, no. Awesome. No, no, no. Now that y'all are upset by this, I didn't really mean to say that they were monkeys. <laughs> I meant like they're people who act like monkeys. Yeah. So, Ugh. but I, it didn't hit me till they'd walked upstairs. I was like, oh, oh, oh that's was, what they was thought. Jason there when this happened? No, I was oh, already If he upstairs. was there, he would have bailed me out. No, I wouldn't have. I would have <laughs> laughed my ass off. So anyway, we have our pancake breakfast, and I, I showed up. Because, you know, Brother Squared never has enough help for cleanup. So I showed up, ate breakfast. I'm helping them clean up. We get everything cleaned up. We're all sitting around that table by the side door. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice day out, so the side door's open, kind of letting some of the pancake smell air out of here. And uh, we're, we're sitting around, the door's open, and we got we got our new newly raised Master Mason. The mm-hmm. guy's, like, on fire, and, and he's... Hard worker before yeah. he ever joined. So he, he was obviously cooking at the pancake breakfast. Mm-hmm. And then he was talking about, yeah, I got to get out of here. Uh, I got to get over to Brother Squared's house because uh, I'm cooking over there, too. I'm just kind of cooking all the time. And he's kind of a bigger, jolly guy. So I was making the reference to chef, right? And I was like, oh, From well, South Park, for those of you, you that don't You could be know. chef, except, like, Hello, the wrong children. color. <sighs> and as soon as I said this, as soon as I finished the word, the word color, this, like, black dude walks in the door with a chef's apron on. <laughs> And says, hey, the meat man's here. And he was one of those dudes in a meat truck that was rolling through town, like, trying to sell bacon and, like, like steaks and stuff. But wearing an apron. That, like, he's wearing an apron, like, and he's selling food, and he's, like, this jolly black guy that pops in the door. Meat Hello. man's here. Hello, children. And I, I, I just said, oh, there he is. And then he there goes out with our junior past master to look at some steaks or something, and, and the guys in here are just turning blue in the face. So like it just I'm not off work yet. I've just left work when this event occurred. And then Brother Squared rings my phone. I answer and I'm like, Hello and I just hear him crying. And I'm like, God, what happened? Is Harlan okay? What's had happened? What's talk to me, what's going on? Because he can't get his breath. And finally he's like, Harlan just accidentally was a racist again. <laughs> I mean, the, just the setup, because the breakfast is closed. There's nobody here. We're all getting ready to leave. Like, literally getting ready to lock the door. And it's a Saturday afternoon, and then just that there's a black guy in a cooking, like a chef's apron, that man. just pops in the door right at that time. <laughs> he, his name is Butcher Pete. He's chopping that meat all over town. Uh, Bruce, you yeah, with me? Yeah. Butcher yeah, Pete. No, he, uh... And then he left a card, so I had to keep the card here just so everyone knew that this happened. Like, here's the Meat Man's card. Like, that's his his company, the Meat Man. 
I'm not. I'm not a racist, sir. Let me explain to you that Chef is a popular character. Uh, on explaining it only makes it worse. You're right. <laughs> No, I just I just played it. I thought I played it off pretty well when he like pops in the door and after the shock dissipates, I'm like, oh, oh there he is. <laughs> <laughs> Speak of the devil. Yeah, it's just kind of the way my luck runs. So were we not with the widow son thing? Where does oh, this yeah. end? Do they get outlawed in all fifty states eventually? Yes. Uh, over time, but like there's there, other there, motorcycles. There may clubs. be one or two where it takes a real long time, but what, I mean, there'll what be you, other clubs. Yeah, I mean, there's gonna be other riding clubs, but how do you think they're gonna take this? This, the tax from now. Do you think they're going to like form one nationwide organization, or do you think it's going to like stay local? It has to stay local. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do nationwide uh, or biker well, organization. Yeah. And that way, you can't get blamed for stuff they do in Pennsylvania when you're in Florida. And that's the point of it. And maybe your chapter in Florida is the greatest chapter ever, and you're doing great things for your community, but those guys in Pennsylvania are really screwing things up for everybody else. I say Pennsylvania yeah. because and I, we're obviously a member there. I mean, I think the like the the other motorcycle club here was it the Wayfarers? Yeah, they're about as big, if not larger, at least in our town, than the Widow Sons. In are. this area, the Widow Sons just came here maybe five yeah. years ago, six years. No ago. wait, are the Wayfarer dudes? They ride gold wings. I can't I, remember. I think mostly they do, but they I don't think so. Yeah, they're like cruisers or something. Yeah, they're, they're not, not like really a, do the one. They don't do the, yeah, they do a lot of the Patriot rides and stuff right. like that. They're not like a a group that has like meetings and organizations. They're more like a volunteer, like, hey guys, let's go ride. And never mind about like the Masons who are part of motorcycle clubs that aren't <clears throat> Masonic. They're just motorcycle clubs. Because we had quite a few of those. We still do have quite a well, few any, of those any here group, in our lodge. Any group you're going to have a lot of members of, like policemen, firemen, mm-hmm. uh, Ford guys, guys that have a large group, they're going to kind of get together and form writing groups no matter what yeah i think that's part of the you know when you talk about public perception i think that you know these that could be turned into a positive you could use a motorcycle group you know well a lot of them do like really good stuff right and that's the thing that needs to be exploited a little bit like they do the the, you know the rides they ride to dc and then they'll go to like soldiers being buried and things like that a lot of them ride with those with that one group that and i can't think of what they're called right now but what they do is like whenever there's a kid that's a victim of like some kind of crime yeah yeah like they kind of take the kid under the wing and hang out with the kid a little bit and then they go to court when the kid's in court and has to testify so they see these big like scary looking dudes sitting there and then it gives them i guess courage to where they Mm -hmm. can do whatever they got to do because they know these people who are there who are big bad meanies who will take care of them like a lot of those guys do work with those guys and stuff like that and it's i don't know but people like ryan from reddit are gonna say if you look like a one percenter i'm gonna treat you like a one percenter yeah well that's that's stupid too i think you should have been on the show last week. I think I spent like 25 minutes talking about how much I hated him. Hmm. Um, brotherly. Brotherly hate. Brotherly hate. Oh, yeah, brotherly of hate. course. Yeah. You know, I just, I want to make him eat mud till he agrees he's wrong. And then we'll hug. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why do some lodges go dark in the summer? Let's talk about this. Because there was a new EA mm-hmm. who just found out, oh, guys, my lodge is shuttering up for the rest of the summer. Uh, what the hell? Why did this start? Nobody agreed on it. Some people were like, well, it kind of sucks wearing a suit with no air conditioning, and that's why they started going dark. Other people say it's because of farming. Nobody does that around here. Stop going dark. Yeah, I mean, you're doing it wrong. 
Some people were saying tradition because of the harvest or whatever. I think so. Cool like yeah. in some places, it's a if your lodge is two hundred years old and and it's just always gone dark in the summer right. for two hundred years. Well, and there's some places that have like a relaxed dress code that have a dress code, but in the summer it's like show up in like really lightweight pants and a t-shirt, mm-hmm. which I get. But guys, we all have AC. There ain't many farmers here. Uh, yeah, Let's just not go dark. No master is going to be the one to start that. This is the way the lodge has been doing it. I love my years. lodge so much. I want more meetings that? here. Yes. Well, maybe you should go to that lodge. I mean, because yeah, you stop, yep. stop going dark. Yeah, I mean it's and people were saying, well, people go on vacation, so it's harder to get members there. Okay, great. Maybe more people will come in the summer because they're on vacation and they don't have as much going on. It's summer and living's easy. Or not? Uh, uh, that's <laughs> not there. Depends how fat you are. Heat is hot on a fat man. That is that is a very valid statement. If it's if it's a hundred degrees outside, it's a hundred and thirty to me. It's a hundred and eighty to Tony. Harlan's like it's breezy and cool. I like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's heat is relative to your size. Do you disagree, Harlan? No, I I used to believe that, but now I'm just no. it's just brutal on me. Yeah, and I don't weigh. Well, I can tell you right now, it's the truth because whenever I was a fat ass, I was. Most time warm in, in the winter, mm-hmm. and then whenever it was the first like fifty degree we, day we had after I lost all the weight, Holy I was shit, like, dude. "Shit, I need to go get it like one of those North Face coats." Fifty degree. I was, I was <laughs> like, like it, it wouldn't even be that cold yeah. outside, and you would be like, <laughs> like I, "I don't." Wait, is like, it zero wore, out here? I wore shorts last <laughs> year at this and time. There's still water everywhere. You're like seriously. Like I'm looking for a tauntaun to cut open and get inside before I die. <laughs> uh, so stop going dark. You can do a lot of cool shit in the summer. Stop going dark. As for why they go dark, I think all of those things in the comments are probably true in one place or another. The AC, the agricultural thing, the... the And if you're going to have trouble getting enough people there for degree work and all that kind of stuff, just don't do degree work in the summer. When you take a new petition and say, all right, but you ain't coming into September because the summer months are light months. It's our vacation time. We kind of take it easy. We'll have to mention this in that paper that you're somehow trying to get me to write and put your name on. Our name on it. And we will help. You'll just word it properly with English and periods and commas. Jason does not speak for me. He mm. says we. Yeah, I, I noticed that too. Was, it, that's not how this conversation went down. He was like, hey, can you write this paper for Chris? And then, I said, uh, can we write this paper and, and you then, write it down? And then we can have it. Yeah, and you write it. We will collaborate. Mm, I believe Can that. we talk about this paper and then you write this paper and then put all of our names on it? What we could he do. He says collaborate. He means me and you, me and him, ask you to write this paper. Yeah. We collaborated to get you to do it. It's collaborative effort. What we could do, and this might actually be a good way to do it, is we could like put a statement or a question and then each one of us answer it in the paper in our own way. We could basically turn this show into written Is this supposed to be written about written something? The after lodge method. The after lodge method. One of the steps would be stop going dark. That would that would be a good a good stone there. Yeah. I mean that's easy to say. Stop going dark. That's easy, but you know, things are hard to change in a lodge, man. I'm saying you don't want to be act like it's nothing. I know you don't want to be. It's a a thing because you want to be the guy to come in there and change something that's been going for a hundred years. Would you want to? Okay, that's out. Ninety year old in the lodge. Okay, crucify you. Jason and I came in. I'm and not, we did I'm exactly that. And then when the old guys started getting curmudgeony, we fed Tony to them. Right here, up high. That was the weakest, saddest what's, high five in the history the of high fives. Biggest was, was single lame. 
thing that this lodge has done historically that you changed? Raise dues, and we almost got murdered. Okay, well, raising dues doesn't count because no. every lodge has to do that eventually. We raised dues by like 30 bucks. We fed, no. we fed Tony to the past masters. Yes. Um... Uh, I'm still waiting no, on a real No, answer. we ended the fish fry. We, we did end the fish fry. the fish fry. That was a and, and big thing. why did that thing. happen? I have the fish fry's why blood on happen? my hands because the fish fry was costing us more money and it was making us. There but everybody go. thought that we couldn't yeah. have, we had there, to have the fish fry. There was a There were past masters. There were past masters who stood up and said, if y'all close the fish fry, the lodge is going under. We're going to be having our charter turned in in less than a year. When you Right or wrong? There's a legitimate reason for not going dark in the summer. I, Does it have to do with usually, the survival of the lodge when it's been going money for? Not an, an but nobody thing. thought we were losing money. Like I showed them paper where we're losing money. Harlan had spreadsheets. When I first started doing the fish fry, I figured it up for the amount of time that I spent for the amount of money that we made. Fifty I, cents an hour. I, I, I came up with thirty-five cents an hour. Not even fifty. Never mind. And, and I finally told the one guy, I was "Like, look, don't even because it's it's horrible. Here's I don't want to work the fish fry. Dollars. I don't want to smell like fish the rest of the day. Well, here's twenty bucks. Please don't ask me to work the fish fry. Here's twenty bucks." And every freaking meeting could get up and talk for thirty minutes about how he needed volunteers yeah, for the fish fry. Little, you just pass the hat. Everybody throw in ten bucks. You could eliminate the fish fry all together. Well, we were pretty much done passing the hat. We had passed the hat to the hat was passed out. We were now actively poking holes in the hat when it come around. We got to the point where, if when the worshipful master takes off his hat for some reason, people would just bolt (laughs) out the door. (laughs) Left my wallet at home, boys. I'm gonna go get real quick. You hear like cars squealing out of the parking lot. He said, "I was just doing the pledge. What happened?" Well, the problem was too. At that particular time in our history, we might have 10 or 12 regular members. We had more than that, of course, but they were actually at the Active lodge. Active showing up to lodge members. So when you passed the hat, it was just the same. It was the same 12 dudes. Yeah, the same same 12, dudes. Yeah, nobody. Why don't you just say, this is what we owe, divide it up, and put us on a weekly payment plan. You showed up at this meeting. Here's your invoice. One yeah. Time, <laughs> yeah, one time I just put a rock, a turnip, and a bag of blood in there. <laughs> See if they'd get the message. It took us like six months to pay for that water heater. Remember? We passed the hat for so long. Sometimes twice a meeting. Then we had to put a plaque on it. (laughs) We had to pass the hat for the plaque for 20 meetings. We we, we painted the dining room, which was a a bigger thing than than you could possibly People did not want the dining room painted. I can understand that. People didn't want... That's a battle. Every little thing you do is a battle. Painted the dining room. The last time... The ending the fish fry was the big deal. Yeah. The last time the dining room was painted... Even close to the same thing. The last time the dining room was painted, the walls were white. They were an off yellow when they were painted due to years and years of cigarette smoke, and they still didn't want the walls painted. People were complaining about it. I believe it. There was a conniption fit. Anything in we, this we put somebody complaining. There Even was if it's a hundred percent for the better. They rearranged the dining room where we could get more tables in there for the breakfast. That's no good. People threw a fit that we rearranged the dining room table. Let's not talk about the steam table with that that wooden counter thing. Half that contraption that somebody built in their garage. We tore out a chunk of that to put that table in, for. and and I thought we were going to have a, a fleet of Eastern Star guys just demit. Like they were throwing eggs at our cars on lodge meeting nights. And like, hey, wait a minute, you're in the Eastern Star. Don't that mean you're a Mason too? Why don't you come into this lodge? When you have an entire organization that's built on tradition, right? It's hard to change things, yeah. man. Yeah. People don't want that. They want the same thing, even pay, even the color of the walls, you know. But Brian, what you're saying right now 
is a fancier way of saying we're going to do it this way because we've always done it this way, and that's not a good way to do things. I understand that. I understand that, but that's the way it is, man. It doesn't mean you ain't got to try to change that it. The time I tried to get the senior deacon to follow the correct ritual. Oh, God. Oh, no. I had people walk out. People walked out. Not only that, you got calls from the most respected past master in this lodge, probably. Yeah. And then you're like, I'm not doing it anymore. Nope, nope. He's not on my side. I'm out. I am about I, like, ready to get strung up. They're literally going to kill me. I'm now more. We had two guys that are here. I'm all moving the time to Canada. I'll that, see y'all. Like, all right, we well, opened the lodge. As soon as the lodge was the open, story, they man. left. Yeah. That that is the story. I that is the story. I had the senior deacon <clears throat> do things the correct way instead of the we way we've went always to done an it. Education class. Where they said when the senior deacon uh, goes to handle the, the lights, mm-hmm. that he should go in front of the master and follow around. the apparent course. The of same the way you do in degree work. Okay. That he should make a complete circle. All right. Because that's part of technically degree work, although it's not a degree, but it's part of the ritual. Okay. So he should make a complete circle. And this was said in a Grand Lodge meeting. Harlan was master. Okay. And he said, I like this idea. <clears throat> it makes sense to me. Has a meeting with the senior deacon and says, do this. The senior deacon at this point looks like Harlan's dog when I'm calling for Harlan's dog to come with me and Harlan's telling it to get the f*** in the house. Yeah. And the dog's just like turning in circles. Which What? what? Stop saying my name. Ever. I don't know what I'm doing. And the senior deacon... And people are actively getting up and walking out while he's going to, out there to do his thing. Hmm. And one of them is this guy. Okay. And this guy gave Harlan a call. And when that call was made, Harlan said, we're never doing it again. Huh. I promise you, that will never happen in so this that's, lodge. That's that's kind of similar to this situation. That is the closest metaphor of all the ones you all have given me. Thank you. When that one guy Thank wasn't you. on Harlan's side, Harlan realized, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm just standing out on ice, and I see just cracks everywhere. I get it. Just please let me get back to shore before I die. Mm-hmm. You almost... And that was early in the year. Yeah, that was like February. Yeah. yeah, you almost were revoked from the chair. We almost had like an impeachment meeting, and that happens, you know. And my, when I did get a call from the district deputy that year. He was like, "What the hell did you do? <laughs> what you told me to do?" That's that's how that conversation went down. You he tried was like, to oh. change it so your lodge can't go dark anymore. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Well, no. After I explained, because he didn't, he couldn't understand. He just knew people were mad. And then I told him what I'd done. He's like, "Oh." Um, best of luck with that. Bye. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm getting another call. I'm a, I'll, I'll call you back later. Uh, you told me to do it. I love it. Again. It's fantastic. Then Harlan's like, Harlan's dog went around trying to get his dog mm-hmm. and get in my car, and mm-hmm. he's trying to get it back in the house. So, so, so did the dog go with you for the ride, Jason, no. or did he get Dude, back in the house? it was stuck in an infinite loop. No, <laughs> no. The dog made a choice. What I did the dog do? because I thought the dog, it's a big dog. He's got a Rottweiler, mm-hmm. and I was worried the dog was going to snap and just say, all right, I'm eating everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but right around, the dog don't know me at all. Like, I'm hardly ever around this dog, and I'm calling the dog's name and saying, come on, and she's like, yes, let's go. Well, and then Harlan has a car ride. That goes back to the deep voice thing. You have a deeper voice than Harlan. Well, no, he had a car. And Harlan's like, getting close and Harlan's rides. getting more and more upset because he knows I'm just messing with the dog. So now the dog's saying, oh, "Dude, he's mad at me. I don't know. I want to go in there. He's going to beat me. He beats me when y'all ain't around." <laughs> yeah, that's a smart way to handle a dog that could take your arm off. <laughs> but he's let's, not. Let's beat but he's not mad it. at the yeah, dog. Yeah. He's mad at me. But it's showing in his voice, and the dog's just about ready to just piss on itself right now. It's, mm-hmm. I'm serious. For a good ten seconds, it just turned in circles between us. 
tormenting my poor dog. <laughs> she had a hard life, man. She's a rescue dog, and you're like bringing back the PTSD <laughs> by calling her name and saying, "Come on." All right. This man has a trustworthy beard. I feel like I should follow him. Do we, yeah. do we have time? For I don't. Both I don't of think so. Uh, well, the one we need, we, need we have to bring up. Um, yeah. So we're we're just gonna do. Uh, I'm supposed to be at a lunch in like ten minutes. Oh, uh, well, you're gonna be a little late. Um, mm-hmm. Vandagram, uh, Vandagam, Fiend, number one no. show critic. You need to come up with a nickname for Vanda. him because we're just gonna call him V for Vendetta. Uh, tulip guy. Uh, All right. Who was a part of one of the most hilarious exchanges on our subreddit ever? Mm. Uh, one time he, uh, the past master, being the troll he is, told him to stop eating the tulips. They were going to his head. Yeah. And then he told a story about how he wouldn't be here if his right. grandmother didn't right, eat right, tulips during World War Two. He was like, he's like, oh, okay. And I was like, great. What are you gonna do? Ask the Nazi where all his gold went next? <laughs> anyway, um, he had made a post that on the day he was supposed to be in a wedding uh, last week, uh, his father-in-law died. Yeah. It was just, you know, saying that. So I just wanted to send show condolences to him about yes. that. Yeah. Um. Sorry about your loss and all that. The mosaic pavement. It's hard on the feet sometimes. I kind of want to make fun of Harlan for that, but it's not an appropriate time. No. Um, no that, was, that was good. Hard on the feet? I mean, there? what else was like... It's tile. Of course it's hard. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to... Step over both. Um. Anyway, we send our condolences to you. Um, yep. What do we got going on this week? Anything good? No. Of course not. Why would you? Nothing at all. Well, no, me and you were. Uh, me and you were going out to to uh, the PGM listeners lodge Saturday. Oops. Our uh, our number one fan here locally. Do you think he'll be there? No. Is my question. <laughs> No, I don't. But we're going to his lodge anyway. This is the lodge that left me outside the Tyler's door, like for half the meeting. That was funny. Yeah. I hope they do it again. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they try and break. That's also the lodge that doesn't have a dining room. Yeah. And they were having pizza, and then oh, they yeah. all sat around and eat in the lodge room. And me and you looked we like we were so uncomfortable. <laughs> we looked like we just kept waiting on dying kicking. What the hell y'all doing eating in the lodge room? I, I, it's tradition. Wait, man. Hold on. So they don't have like any room outside no, of the they, lodge. No. They just got the lodge. It's and above there's a, a bank. There's a little kitchen in the back, but that's just for preparing the food. Then you get the food and you eat in the lodge. <laughs> and then before the meeting, you know, you get all the food out of there, and then you have the lodge meeting. Hmm. I mean, they have like tables that, like, if they're having a big event, like they can put. It's a big lodge, but it's just a lodge room. They yeah. have like tables they can set up where everybody can set at a table, but it's just the pizza. Lodge room bigger so, than this one? Yeah. Oh yeah. But Jason and I were terrified because. Like we we're sitting we're in the, in the very edge of the lodge, waiting on Donnie to pop out of a yeah. door, and, and we've been conditioned every time we got close to this room with food, with food yeah. that Donnie would pop out of nowhere like a ninja. Like, ha, ha, ha. That's usually how it goes. Smack the food out of her hands. No, right? No, you don't eat in the lodge room. So, yeah, uh, Tony, uh, what, what are you doing this week, there, buddy? You, uh, you gonna come help us fold thousands upon thousands of mailers for this here city fair coming up? I bet you, you don't. Yeah, I'm going to be in town this week, so I'm going to be here helping fold those mailers. Jason Bruce, uh, just gonna, give me a call, buddy. You're going to help us bind up some some uh, milk mailers? I got a, I got a, mm. I got a doctor's appointment that day. <laughs> I got a thing. And uh, kidney transplant. Uh, what day is it again? Uh, 
I don't know. Yeah, that day. That day. Wh- whatever day so, you're available. If anybody has any get-togethers or parties or anything this week, let me know. I, I noticed the only one I was actually invited to was the one where a present was expected. Uh, you won't. You won't come to mine anyway. And I would have probably asked you to bring some mac and cheese or something, and you would have showed up with like pasta salad. I don't know who eats that. I love you guys. I love being around you guys. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad I got to be here this week. We like enjoy having you. Sarcasm there. No, no, play along. not at all. It, there was no sarcasm. Backslash S. Nope. Colonel, Reverend, mm-hmm. thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Anything big going on this week? Not a thing. Okay. Just in the next hour. Oh, yeah, that's about it. Close up episode seven. What about Bruce? Bruce, what you got going on this week? Uh, nothing. No one cares. Go. Go. This song's Shut really long. It. We got all kinds of talking about <laughs> it. Shut like it down. Minutes. I'm shutting it. Closing down episode 74 of the After Lodge podcast. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode of the After Lodge podcast at www.afterlodge.com. You can shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter at, you guessed it, After Lodge. We got a phone number somewhere in the show notes. Nobody ever calls us anymore. I don't know if it still works, but yeah, you could could try. The number's never on the whiteboard. How do you not know it by now? I don't don't know. And of course, my personal favorite place to find us is on IRC at irc.snoonet.org. Pound sign Freemasonry. I think that's you can much find me at After Lodge Jason on Facebook as well as Instagram. Yeah, if you want the FBI following you around, sure. Take a lot of selfies of me. Mm. Glorious yeah. beards everywhere. Jason the Mason. Everywhere. All right, we're we're done here. Goodbye, everybody. Pretty much. Bye. Later. Like the playboy with the law Think it might have been that fighter that you saw Drunkards from the slums To the white folks who watched He was a revolutionary bum
just a crazy nigga No one doubted that he pulled the trigger And though they could not produce the gun The DA said he was the one Who did the deed And the old Algeria agreed Urban Carter was falsely tried But one time, he could have been the champion of the world. 